2020 continues on, and with it goes the unlabeled box. Now, as always, we want to thank Anchor.fm for helping us bring this podcast to you. With Anchor.fm, we're able to record, create, and put out our podcast to you. Thanks to them, we get to get distributed by all the major podcatchers, the folks that you get to download this from. Anchor gets it to them. Uh, With them, we're able to produce this podcast and actually put things like background tracks in, opening and closing music, and should I decide to, advertising. Now, that's not going to happen until we get a few more listeners, of course, but it's nice to know that I have that option. So, uh, they don't pay me for this. They don't uh, sponsor this. We're doing this because they're great to us. Anchor.fm is the way that you get to hear the unlabeled box. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Unlabeled Box. This is Finley and Walker, and I'm going to get right to it. I am free of the goddamn walking boot. After five months, I am free of it. I am walking in a shoe. I'm walking outside of a shoe. I'm so glad you didn't do Martin Luther in that. Oh, I am not that (laughs) stupid. Not after Martin. King Day, number one, number two, no. <laughs> the, you know, no, that's it. That's not even close, but it is very freeing to not have to strap up every time I want to go somewhere. And so I'm in a great mood tonight on strap, that front. Strap up. Dude, it's not even a joke. There are five goddamn straps on that boot. It's a boot that goes up to almost my knee. And for me to put it on without falling right out of it, which has happened, I have to strap my leg in in five different spots and then hobble my ass to wherever I was going. But not anymore, ladies and gentlemen. The doctor has given me the clear to wear shoes again, and it's wonderful. And it's at this point that I realize I'm screwed because now i got to buy new shoes. Because... <laughs> And, 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 and now you, you don't have an automatic get out of work free card. Oh, no, I, I'd like to, oh, I'd, I'd like, oh, but the foot, I mean, it hurt. I, I can't. It's not too bad though. I'm fine with that. I've cooked more. Um, I, I've, I've prepped more meals, things like that. Uh, although not tonight, tonight, my wife made an amazing chicken salad using a chicken that we cooked that we got the recipe from from America's Test Kitchen, uh, which was an incredibly good roast chicken. And so, all in all, I'm fat and happy and ah. shit. Because today, although I didn't have to go see my doctor this week for my foot, I had to go see an eye doctor. And what's the favorite thing they love to do at eye doctors? Poke you Dilate the, eye. the shit out of your eyes. <laughs> Walker, you can't see it probably from as far back as I'm leaning from my camera, but every time I look in the mirror, my eyes, the pupils, are about a quarter wide at this point. And I don't mean like they're a quarter of the width anymore. I mean they're a size of a United States quarter. That's how big my pupils are right now because they dilated the shit out of me at about 3.30. And we are recording this several hours later. I won't be seeing normally again till the morning. (laughs) 
But again, I'm okay with this because they didn't have to. I'm sorry, folks, if you're squeamish. Stick a needle in my eye this time. Stick a needle in my eye. Uh, I've had I've had treatments for my eyes uh, over the course of the last year and a half, where on rare occasion they have had to inject medication into my eye. This is not a fun process. Shockingly, nobody <laughs> goes and says to themselves, "You know what I want to have done to me today? I want to be able to see a needle inside of my eyeball." Wouldn't that be cool? Oh. You know, the odd thing is, if it wasn't actually happening to me, it would kind of be cool to see it in your eye. But then at the same time, it's in your eye. It's it's weird. If you've never had this treatment done to you and you can avoid it, obviously avoid it like the plague. But didn't happen today. I'm happy about that, too. All in all, my health has actually gotten better over the last month or so than it has been. I'm down 20 pounds from my calorie counting so far. And all in all, Finley's got a pleasant outing. So that's why I'm into a good mood. How are you tonight? Listening to somebody else talk about how they're 20 pounds down. I'm not in a great mood at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we did talk about how that works. <laughs> it means you got to give up shit. Yeah. <laughs> not my dad. Oh. My dad is uh, eating like like he wouldn't believe he's he's enjoying the hell out of life in fact this week i got him a gift um oreo put out an oreo dunking cup this year which is basically like a plastic clear cup with a handle that can hold six oreos and tongs and you use the tongs to dip the oreo in your milk and then just eat it that way my father will love this because he's an Oreo feet. I, I was never a dunker. Really? I, uh, no. Uh, I mean, uh, dunking or I mean, uh, I, I like my cookies crunchy. I don't like them soggy. See, I like to dunk certain kinds of cookies, but Oreos I actually like to twist and lick the icing out, and then I might eat the cookies or dunk them. I might eat them straight. I don't know. I haven't. It, it depends on the mood at the time. Dad. He's just an Oreo junkie. He will leave them. He doesn't care. When we were kids, he would go to special great pains to hide the Oreos all through the house and so that we would not find them. And this is a tradition I learned on this past trip home. He still continues to this day when I found these Reese's peanut butter chocolate chip cookies that he hid and he had forgotten he had put them there. <laughs> I have no idea how old these sons of bitches are. <laughs> but they were good. <laughs> I, I didn't try one. I was kind of afraid. I didn't look at the expiration date. I didn't do anything. Then I found out later he bought some other cookies and stuck them right next to these damn uh, cookies I found the day before. <laughs> <sighs> so you've got yourself a little trip coming up this week. Well, yeah. This week. As, as a matter of fact, I, I, I do. Um, I am... I am... Uh, uh, I am goofing around with my new brand new monitor. Um, yes, which, by the way, folks, in case you're wondering, um, currently it looks like inside of Walker's office <laughs> that the sun has been parked approximately <laughs> three feet in front of him. 
I might need hey, to change the background color on, you on, might on a few things. Go a little darker on the background. It's <laughs> all I'm saying. Because and, and right is, now and, I can't tell where your forehead ends and your hair begins. <laughs> well, here, right now you look like uh, Kenny Rogers in his youth. <laughs> um, that actually is the web browser, dude. <laughs> yes, I know what it is. <laughs> I mean, that that that's just the back. It's, it's a it's a green screen technically. I could be like doing you know. I'm you're really doing there. home studio camera lighting is what you're doing uh practically uh that was yeah. kind of unintentional um well, that's what i'm doing right here i've got <laughs> my my two 32 inch monitors one's got all my data on it the other one strictly has a blank google chrome window so that i can have lights so you can actually see my ass when i'm trying to point something out to you <laughs> one of these days i'm going to convince you to go video <laughs> <sighs> Not anyway, there's at least so, some small level okay, of anonymity. So, by not a, a, a little, a little anecdote of, of why I'm playing with it. So, pl playing with the screen. Yes, be specific here. We don't this need is the to internet. Know yeah, private time. <laughs> Do we need a little private time? No, we don't. Can't believe they threw that into a Transformers movie. Um, oh, dude, I, I, I can't believe it. <laughs> All right, I rewatched so, part of one today, and I, I was just like, "Thank God they're rebooting these things," which actually just came out in the news like yesterday. Just so long as what's his name's not running, Michael Bay is not running it. I'm okay. He's out. Michael Bay's done. Okay, good, because this is not just let's blow shit up. Oh, and we got robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, believe me, I could spend two goddamn hours talking about this. You know, I could. <laughs> But we're yeah, not going yeah. to do that right now. But we're Let's not doing discuss. the Transformers show today. Yes. Why are you futzing okay. around with stuff? Well, um, uh, as it's been well documented, I, I am I I have a son out of the house now, and so I've now um, uh, we, we also had a border for a, a short while, and and he has moved on, and so we now have an extra bedroom, three bedroom house, so. You know, and instead of what I do when I have visitors come out and kick the kids out of their own rooms, to which my guests, to which you can attest, uh, get to look at the fact that my sons do not know how to clean a room to save their lives. True story. Uh, true story. <laughs> um, that uh, uh, the 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 we find ourselves with a new, not new, but finally our own media room now even further back up in background information this house has been pretty much a house of one television we never subscribed to the concept of the boys can have their own televisions in their room and do whatever the hell they want we've never yeah. bought to that we as somebody who grew up in the house that had a tv in every room yeah. i don't do that i don't do that there are two TVs in my house, and the only reason there's a second TV is because when I got married, my wife had a better TV than I did, and I didn't want to get rid of my old one. Okay. So her TV went into the living room. My TV went into the office right behind me, and when our better TV died, we replaced it with a 4K TV. So. Okay. Um, that the, 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 the thing that we have going for ourselves is that uh now that we have this extra room 
well okay so my oldest has a girlfriend and he entertains and uh, sometimes they they want to watch what they want to watch which is either anime or horror films i'm sorry and the anime in my view but i'm very 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 selective and classical uh is sucky <laughs> uh i mean you have pop music in in a japanese language and you always have a whiny young character who is either completely oblivious and, or is the most powerful thing and overpowered whatever and that's what they like or it's got to be uh high tension and gore and i'm like yep, nope so i mean we've been left to hiding in our bedroom where we're wondering why the hell we are and so we started going with all right kid you got an xbox or you got a ps4 you got a, a, a 29 inch monitor i don't know whatever monitor i got i got them it's not even a monitor it's a television come think of it go upstairs to your bedroom that one's a little bit of a trouble and i, I think i understand the reason why there was a word in there called bedroom yes and so I let's recognize that he's almost 22. I recognize that that I know what I was like when I was 22. And <laughs> okay, so to recap, turn. yeah, to recap, because you and your wife wanted to watch TV, yes. you told your soon to be 22 year old son and his girlfriend, go to your room, to go up to his bedroom. Uh where you can't distinguish between the sound of feet above yes, you, you in your den and <laughs> any other noise that could yes, be happening, can. no matter how rhythmic yes, it may can. be or no matter yes, how short a duration it may be, because let's face it. My son don't dance. <laughs> now, I've known your son all of his life, and I know that any raging libido will immediately be overtaken mm by the simple fact that your son's a bigger dork than either one of us <laughs> and wouldn't know what to do with it if he had the chance oh we're leaving it there oh yeah he'd be upset if I detailed anything I knew no no this is not for detail <laughs> this is simply to say that your son would be more focused on the anime than what's going on in the living room yeah. Okay. That's a that's 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 a that's a possible. So that's a um, fair cop. It's a fair cop. And okay. so now that we found ourselves in an extra bedroom, and we plan to turn it into a media slash guest room with a full queen size bed in it. Now it's not a very big room, so it's going to have to have one of those clever hide a bed thingies. Um, You've seen we, mine. Right. Right. And actually, uh, we've been looking at that very same model. It's been updated. And it's a little different, but that's still the same thing. Where it's, uh, folks, if if you have a futon uh, that you know just you pull on it hard and it folds out into a full size bed, um, that's the same concept. Anyway, uh, it's just this. Uh, IKEA's got them. Look them up. Yeah, it's it's yeah, a really it, it's actually for my wife and I. I think it was even a, almost queen size. It was comfortable. Yeah, it's the Bork Bork from IKEA. Bork Bork is that what yeah. we call it? The Bork Bork. Uh, the bork and borkin, yeah. Give it to you. Yeah, borkin, bork, 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 bork. And you be borkin. Borkin. Um, You're so sad. So, 
Yeah, I know. So uh, uh, where, where, where this goes is that, well, we had originally in there an, an initial attempt to provide my 21-year-old, uh, you know, his own, his own haven. Now, I put in a, uh, a very old um, LCD 42-inch screen that I had obtained. Okay. Yeah. We put it in his room and and uh we 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 we, we scaled it to that well it, it's 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 actually a, a a a computer monitor it's so big but it's 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 actually a computer monitor um it was pre-hdmi so it works on uh what, what came before see it was vga and then what was the big wide mini we're old manning it let's go okay anyway um so we had that in his room but he yeah. refused to use it and why um probably for the same reason as i'm sitting here uh in in front of it with about um i said about three and a half feet between me and it um it's a little daunting too big uh, too entertaining i don't know i mean can you imagine the porn that he could have been watching? But um, <laughs> look, it's going to be Akira. You and I know this. Let's move on. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> actually, Akira is too old. It's going to be Cowboy Bebop. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, well, one of those. So he would never use it. And that room, you know, the room I'm talking about is yeah. not exactly conducive to, you know, entertaining your girlfriend on a single bed. Which no, was ideal for this idea. Of course. Because he, now what you've done is you've taken his original setup. Yeah. And, and you've made it different. Okay. Better. So let me yes. finish. Let me finish. So Please. he wanted the bigger room. So we gave him the the, the, the smaller television. Because <laughs> he wanted this. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, so you got two choices, boy. <laughs> bigger room. Or, or a bigger TV. Or bigger TV. You pick one. You went well, and, and, and so, thus so where, where this goes is that, okay, this monitor, being at 42 inches, has nothing on it. You have to, it has to be driven. It needs a device to do what modern smart televisions do. It right. has no internet. It has no channel changing ability. It doesn't even have fucking speakers. So, so a Roku box would be for perfect for it. Kind of like Roku mine. box, a Comcast. Uh, sorry, a uh, 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 charter. Chromecast. Sorry, <laughs> I kept calling oh. it Comcast because that used to be my ISP. Um, you know, you could use something like that. Maybe I'm not even sure this thing has a USB on it. Um, so, but you could, and, and we have, we jury rigged a ton of stuff into it. Uh, it doesn't handle HDMI, but funny what a little converter can do. Uh, mm -hmm. and I'm still getting 1080p. So, well, the wife said, well, if we're going to turn this into a media room, guest room, let's put in another television. I went, uh, yeah, let's make it a smart one that works by wireless or, or a wire as soon as I get there. And she went, yep. A 4K TV in my living room is a smart TV with the Roku software. I have sworn by that stuff ever since right. I got okay. a little one. And right. every right. TV I have will be a smart TV precisely for that reason. So 
here I have a, a new, you know, it's actually the same size as this beast is, but somehow it seems bigger, but it's like paper thin in comparison. This LCD versus LED generates a shit ton of heat, which down in my office works because it's always cold. Summertime will be a different story. Um, but it's more cold up here than it is ever warm. So, you know, you kind of play the odds on that. True. Um, and and uh, easier to place. This thing weighs about 40 pounds, where the new one, if it weighs 10, it's, uh, I don't know why. Um, it's not very heavy. Easy to mount. Super. We did that uh, Sunday. Um, so we've put in a smart one, rigged it all up. Um, and, and so now we have an upstairs so that if the kid wants to entertain and for whatever reason wants my 60 inch television, she's probably going to have a hard time getting now. Um, we had a place to go. Uh, now if he, Hey, we want to watch a movie. Um, uh, yeah, go on upstairs where? We're not, you know, keep the door open, go upstairs. Yeah. And we took that single bed and turned it into what's called a day bed. So it's basically jammed up against the wall, put a whole ton of pillows around it <laughs> and, and call it a couch. And uh, away you go. A uh, little reshaping of the room, put it on a different wall, yada, 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 blah, 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 make some people happy. Um, we have every intentions of painting it, but all that stuff can come off pretty fast. Paint, 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 put back up. Uh, so what do you do with that big 42 LCD Sony. I mean, I know it's old. It's been within our family since since the last time the Bears were in the Super Bowl and lost. That's Which that's would what be I watched. On it. That's what what I watched on this when I put it in. And let's face it, LCD TVs, LED TVs, they will last forever. If you take care of them, yeah. Yes. yes. Um, um, and I, I don't know, this is not left on, so there's no burn in or anything like that. So, well, I'm a computer guy. I already had three monitors in my office taking up a lot of room. Why not get rid of them and put this beast in? So we bought a $30 mount that, that stands on the desk, actually gave me more room. And forced me to clean my desk, which hasn't been done in years, which, uh, which our listeners were not part of. But there was a mad dash wiring panic because I had set it all up, but I never completed it, which is typical. And so when we went to start our show, um, I couldn't get to my microphone. I couldn't get to anything to work. So I'm muttering and slapping things together. And here Finley is laughing at me when I do it. Uh, as, I'm, yeah. as I'm muttering, you little fucker, come on, no, no, no this is what, what do you mean that, that you don't recognize, oh, 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 that, those wires needed to be reversed, hang on, and, and, so, and yeah, I'm we would have, we would have started recording tonight 10 minutes sooner, had Walker <laughs> ten, realized, ten, yes, ten, easily. had Walker not realized, uh, had Walker realized sooner, he had plugged in the spots the wrong way, right, right, which, and, 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 and to attest, I mean, I am using some of the world's oldest um, audio equipment that I used to DJ with over 30 years ago. 
<laughs> yes. No, and, sorry, 28 years ago. And that is something that I have not uh, missed, by the way. <laughs> so should the unlabeled box go into future seasons, there may be... Uh-oh. Walker just blew up his system again. There may be some consideration towards that. <laughs> but oh. we move on. Yes, yes. Anyway, so I have this big monitor, and when I put a screen up, like, oh, you're just your common browser. You just open up Edge to to whatever. What is the background? Is it a background of gentle pastels or perhaps maybe some soft colors? No, it's absolute freaking 1,000 white. So I look like I'm bleached. Oh, no, no. You're past bleached. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm looking at my reflection. I'm burned out right now. Yes, you are completely washed out. Um, I thought your shirt was brown when we started. No. It's more of a genteel blue. It, it, it's hard to tell what it is. It's fucking white right now. Wrinkle. So, and I also have um, chicken um, buffalo sauce on it. Anyway. We move on. Um, I did something today that I hadn't thought I'd do in a while. I bought myself into a video game for life. What game would you want to play for... Wait a minute. I think I can guess. Okay. Ten years ago, this month, this coming month, actually, Star Trek Online launched. I thought so. And at the time, I bought a computer that was able to handle it. Three years later, I bought another computer because... That could handle it. (laughs) Well, that could handle a lot more than that. That computer is actually still sitting here right now. It It is my Windows system. It's an Alienware that is running on seven-year-old technology that works like a champ still to this day. Running Windows 10 on it? Yes. Oh! The only thing I've done to improve it is I upgraded the video card so we could do VR on it. And a friend of mine gave me um, memory so that I doubled the memory in it from 8 gigs to 16 gigs. Memory... But the thing could always run Star Trek Online like you wouldn't believe. Well, about five years ago, I kind of realized, okay, I'm just farming in this. Now, farming, if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, is when you play one of these MMOs, massively multiplayer online RPG games, farming is where you're just going around, you're doing the grind work. It's, okay, I need to go do this so I can get stuff, so I can make something. And it kind of got boring. So I stopped playing. Canceled my subscription, and throughout the whole time they've had the game, subscriptions for life have been available at three hundred dollars. I was never going to pay that, although. Well, why, why, why for life? Because do you know that they're going to stay open for life? That's a fair question, and early on, it's a completely legitimate question. Well. Star Trek Online has done something that, to my knowledge, only a couple of other MMOs have done. They've hit the 10-year mark. Um, That's big. That's actually really big. And so my wife, when I told her that they had hit the 10 years and that they were offering some stuff in-game that I thought was kind of interesting looking, she goes, well, sign in for a month. Go try it. And so today I went and took a look. And I saw that they were still offering lifetime subscriptions, but this time they're on sale for half off. Now, the cost of a month of Star Trek Online is 15 bucks. 
1495 specifically. So for the cost of playing for a year, I basically could get a lifetime subscription going forward where they keep giving you monthly stuff. So you get monthly in-game currency, you get all the downloadable content when it comes out, you get all this good stuff and you never have to pay going forward. Now, I am not getting the benefit of if I'd have done this early on, because here's the thing. The game has gone on long enough to where if I'd have bought in a $300 subscription at the time, I could have been playing for the last 10 years, having paid for the first two. So that's mental math on my part that at the time just kind of got screwy. So now I've got it set up to where I don't have to pay ever again. I can play the game whenever I want. It will still continue giving me in-game currency so I can build that up if I want to buy like a really cool ship or something like that. And ultimately, it's a fun enough game. I enjoy playing it. So I paid for that. And the other part about this is I paid essentially two and a half AAA title games worth of cost. A AAA title is your big games, like your Borderlands, stuff like that. That costs about 60 bucks a pop. If you buy season pass stuff, that's another 20 to 30 bucks. So it's about $90 for one video game that has one story on it and maybe some additional content they'll add. I've got this going for life and they keep adding new stuff. They keep getting voice actors in from the shows, they from the movies. And so I look at it as that's a pretty good deal at this point. As long as the game lasts for one more year, it's paid for itself. The lifetime subscription is paid for itself at that point. Everything after that is gravy. So that's what huh. I did. Huh. I don't know that I could commit to something like that. I barely was able to commit to a marriage. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, you say that, but consider this. We both play Borderlands 3. That's, like I said, 60 bucks. Plus, if you get the DLC, it's another 30 So that's $100 for that game. Okay. You know, if you replay it as much as we've replayed Borderlands 2, you're playing for years. So that's mm. a good deal on that. See, yeah, I, I haven't had that, that, that investment in time since I didn't really know about this until, what, fall? When, and when so, you kind of introduced me to it? And really, it's Borderlands 2 that got me thinking about doing this. I was like, well, you know what? For the cost of playing for the next 10 months, because as soon as I logged in, oh my god, a butt ton of, we have this mission that it's all the stuff that they have released over the last four years mm -hmm. that I have not played. Sure. Sure. The last time I logged in was four years ago. And all my character stuff is right there, and it's all ready to go. And it's just like, oh, Oh, you're doing that now. Oh, that's interesting. And so I'm going to give it a shot. And like I said, as long as the game stays up and running for the next 10 months, it's good. But this also leads into our, our big topic for the night. And uh, the reason why is because a couple of weeks ago at work, we were having this, you know, tell us something about yourself that would be surprising or that people wouldn't expect. And one of my coworkers brought up the fact that I'm a gamer. And I had team members who were genuinely surprised by that. They did not think, Finley's a gamer? Really? Because I don't present that image of a, like a, a 
a nerd gamer. You know what I mean? When I'm at the office, I'm professional. See, I don't talk well, about yeah, stuff. Yeah, I have the luxury of having known you so many years. So, I mean, it's like, yeah. Doy. Exactly. <laughs> but if you don't see that other side of me, the professional side of me that I present at the office, then, yeah, you're going to be like, well, yeah, of course he's a gamer. Dude, you should see his office. Um, so well, tonight's time, Yeah, that, that would be one item that would be surprising. But anyway. That's true, and I'll talk about that in a minute. So our topic tonight is things that we like that would genuinely surprise other people that we know. Could be surprises everybody, or it could be just like, oh, I didn't see that coming. And the one that I think Walker's referring to is the fact that my office is filled with an action figure. Home office. Yeah, my home office. Filled with action figures. Specifically, mostly Transformers. Uh, When I was a kid, uh, they launched this show back in 84 and i fell in love with it and as i got older and promptly didn't get married for most of my (laughs) life um suddenly it's weird i have extra money oh you know i could try to find a companion somebody will help me get through life or i could buy this great figure of galvatron that they just released that's been really interesting well you know what galvatron will never leave me uh don't you have voltron too Oh, yeah, Voltron's up there in the yeah, uh, back yeah. corner. So it's not necessarily restricted to, to Transformers. You have... No, I'm a Renaissance geek. I am a <laughs> geek of all trades. Uh, I've got a little tribute to baseball in one corner. I've got Batman. I got Ghostbusters. I got Voltron. I got Star Trek in the living room, uh, which my wife wanted Shocking. out there. Shocking. Uh, that, was, that was all Mrs. Finley's call. She wanted it out in the living room because, as she put it, you spent way too much money on this stuff to not have it displayed and look pretty. That won't last too long. Oh, it's lasted for four years. Okay. That was one of her first things as soon as we Just got about, so You're getting about to the part where the honeymoon's over. Well, actually, no, we're adding to it because, okay, I have a couple of Lego things. Not many, but a couple. But one of the things I have is the Saturn V rocket, as well as the Women of NASA dis- uh, set that they put out a couple of years ago. She loves those things, and she wants those now put in the living room, along with the new set that comes out on Saturday of the International yeah, Space, Space Station. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to follow up with that. I am picking that one up. Isn't I am it going like to a three hundred dollar item. Uh, seventy. Seventy. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to build it, and I'm going to put it on display out there. Because that goes with the starships. And she was like, it's like an evolution of things. And I was just like, I married the right person. <laughs> That's the best way I could put it. Um, so yeah. those are two things that surprise people about me when they learn about it. What's something that... Well, see, I don't know. See, I, I had a very difficult time with this subject. I thought it was a neat idea. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I, well, I, I guess. See, I don't make too many friends out out in the workplace. I don't. I don't. Uh, I mean, one, maybe two. Every other job. Uh, so, you know, there aren't many people that would know me. So, I guess, though, if in my opinion, if you take a look at me, you you you'd kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to cook um because i'm a big guy um but i you know 
cooking, I guess, uh, to get a little bit more d direct. Uh, though I, I jokingly call myself a gourmet short order cook. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I also have this passion for um, coffees and I roast them myself. And so that, that kind of... That actually surprised the hell out of me. Yeah. Whenever you told me that you would roast your own coffee. Because, uh, you know, you're a pizza snob. I'm well aware of that about you. And, wow. and, you know, the fact that you like to cook interested me. But the fact that you roast your own coffee and you showed me your process, you showed me where you, you know, what you did, how you chose your beans. Because you have <laughs> you have this almost artistic way of doing all this stuff. <laughs> And uh, I just and I just entered, entered my Renaissance period where I changed it all uh, to to get a better better product. <laughs> and so, folks, it it amused me greatly the first time my wife and I went up there, and he was so excited because he had just kind of gotten into this about ten years ago or so, and then started doing it. And the first time we went up I think, there, I think you're right. A little less than ten years ago, it'd have to be. I'd have to, to to double check on that, but yeah. And it's been about six years since I've showed back up on your doorstep after all oh, that time. Oh, I, I can tell you, it's a eight years, eight years, because uh, I started on it because of frustration at a job that um, it was a, a, a short-term uh, contract job, basically. Uh, working for the devil's advocate of trucking um as their barista apparently uh, um no but you know one of one of the hooks that they were like oh well you know we have our own little office in the back here which was you know uh, a, a long storage closet never cleaned and we have our own coffee so you don't have to get up and you know, deal with that we can make it ourselves and the guy was awful his <laughs> idea his idea of pouring in the grounds was one, two, three, and I'm making this the, the, the gesture of pouring on a, a container of ground coffee and going, yeah, that looks like it's enough. And and this stuff would taste like diesel fuel. Um, nice little joke there with the trucking firm, right? And um, That's how they ran the trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He's like, what? This is great. I'm like, you have no idea. And I was frustrated with that. And, you know, Starbucks, I'm not I'm not happy with it. it tastes like burnt beans because it is. Right. And and then looking at the cost of better tasting than Folgers or, or Maxwell House and, and going, there's got to be a better way. And here I was exploring and I'm in a store, I think a Costco. And, oh, wow, here's some Jamaican beans or something like that. Not, not knowing anything about what I liked at the time. And a woman comes up and goes, yeah, those are good. You know what is a really good coffee? I'm like, what? My husband roasts his own. And and he gets his from from uh, Costa Rica. So you should look for Costa Rican coffee. I missed that entire point. I heard he roasts his own and went, what? <laughs> Costa Rica. No, no, no. Before that. <laughs> yeah, roast them. You can do that? Yeah, you can buy the beans online. Really? How do you cook them? Well, they've got a couple of different ways. And, you know, if you're just starting out, it's probably best if you use a popcorn popper. You mean like that little stir thingy? Yeah. I have one. Yeah. Honey! <laughs> She's in the store with me. 
because she doesn't let me go to the store on my own. Hopefully she doesn't come running in thinking I'm calling her. Anyway, um, uh, and and she comes over. What? And I'm like, this this woman just gave me Nirvana. She just she just told me the secrets of the universe. And my wife looks at me and goes, "You're nuts." But I want to. And this is before you could get high, so this is a new thing for you. Right. Well, I've been drinking for years by this time, but uh, <laughs> so, so, let's not degrade here. And I, you know, and and I mean, right after we check out, we go home. We're on the computer. She's interested in this. Three days later, I got my first batch. Three and a half days later, I have my first burnt set of beans. Okay. Don't do that. <laughs> and that's the important thing is there will be trial and error in something like this. Yeah. So that evolves to a uh, device I've had now for five years and have pumped I don't know how many pounds of coffee through that is starting to show its age and when i would only consider well i don't i don't i don't want to you know i don't want to spend a lot of money on this hobby i mean come on you know we're tight we got kids we got uh, house payments we got uh, school payments coming up we got all kinds of stuff don't want to spend too much money and it was kind of irate that my wife as a gift gave me this you know 120 dollar um um uh, roaster that you know only does a uh, half a cup at a time but i pump through i don't know how many pounds of this uh coffee in all kinds of variations uh that i'm now looking at a 400 going hmm, seems reasonable uh, <laughs> i can do an entire pound seems very reasonable hmm. see <laughs> now what you've got to learn is where you can get vacuum sealed bags mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that you can store them and also gift them at Christmas time and stuff like that. Gifting part? Yes, absolutely. In fact, um, what I'm doing this weekend, I, you mentioned travel and we got way off the track that I am traveling this weekend, uh, that I'm visiting a friend in California who is much like that employer I talked about. His idea of, of making coffee is, well, it looks like there's enough in it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, are you planning on 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 taking the stain off the pl- the table? Oh my God! Ah, my tongue. Um, I was thinking of bringing him a batch of coffee. Coincidentally, go. Sorry. Well, it just occurred to me. There's an easy solution for you. Mm. My dad has a vacuum sealer at his house. Well, he I'm uses not going to come visit all the your dad. T- Pardon? <laughs> I'm not going to come visit your dad. No, smartass. <laughs> the reason why I'm saying this is you go and get the 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 vacuum sealer in the bags. You vacuum seal because my immediate thought upon you traveling to go somewhere or you giving some to people who travel to see you or something like that is how are they going to get it through plane and through security? Simply because sorry, look it up on the TSA. Ground coffees are permitted. There you go. Okay. <laughs> and the reason I had to look that up is because my Marine, who's now been gone. Um, three months, four months, five months, and I'm going to see. That's where I'm going uh, this weekend is to see uh, his graduation from infantry school. Um, I, I, he said, and can you bring me some coffee? And I knew he didn't mean a cup of coffee. He wanted some coffee, and I said, if you have a way to brew it, he says, I will. And I immediately began researching. Okay, do I have to like send this ahead by UPS or you know something like that? No, no, no. TSA. No, ground coffee. As long as it's dried and ground, you know, put it in a pack. Make sure it's nice and sealed, like Ziploc style, and you're good. Oh, so but, they'll allow you to do Ziploc style? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, they didn't define it. And as always, just for the uh, you know the, uh, our, our our fans out there, TSA officers can do whatever the fuck they want, as it's not quite sta- stated so on their website. But um, yeah, yeah, I should be able to. Which is why I was leaning towards the getting a vacuum seal thing. Yeah, or a trying, to cut that, trying to cut down on the, hey, who's got the coffee smell as I'm sitting in the plane? Uh, frankly, <laughs> yes. And it'll keep it fresher longer because you can take those vacuum pack seals, uh, vacuum sealed packs, you can stick them in your freezer. That'll last for a few months. I know it's not forever because you well, can't keep coffee in your freezer forever, but it can allow you to freezer? keep some. Freezer? For what? Yes. No. Well, yes, I know. Coffee snob is kicking in. No. I grew up where we kept the coffee in the freezer. There's no reason to keep it in a freezer. It's already dead. Yes, I know, but it kept it fresher is what the theory was. That's bull. But anyway. I really acknowledge it may be. Now, of course, in my house, pounds of coffee is relative. Because we drink a lot. Everybody here drinks a lot. Yes, you do. And 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 so a coffee is a day. No, 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 no. Barely a week. But anyway, <laughs> barely, barely a week. Um, <laughs> so, so when yes. I do when I do roast, I roast a couple of pounds a week or every other week, actually. So in all flavors and whatnot. And I brew maybe a couple of cups a day, and so a pound for me would last longer. Now, True. I have to think of the. The, the 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 those that do not consume in the great quantities of of my life, um, I will always I will oh I will be well preserved by oxy uh, oxy oxy oxidants now. Uh, Oxidization. <laughs> Oxidation. <laughs> Overcaffeination. I don't know. That would but, be uh, the one. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, my thought is at some point, maybe I'll pay for it. But I will get a pound of coffee for me to take home and brew in my Keurig because I've got the little cups yes, that I can yes. fill. Yes. And well, that man. way. Hey, now I didn't know you had the cuppy thingy. So. Yes. Because I've had mixed reviews on those cuppy things um, because uh, home home uh, re- residence Keurigs are different than hotel. And even more different are those that you would find in an office place. Yes. And I can explain the difference. The ones you find in an office place in a hotel are typically older than space and time. Now, the only reason that's older even than important... space and time for a company that's only been in existence five years. No, no, so, no, no. More like almost 20. I had a friend of mine who had a Keurig 20 years ago. No. Come on. Yes. Really? They're that old? Yes. Uh, and uh. here's the thing. About five, seven years ago, probably even longer than that now, they went to a new cup design. Yeah. Now, the cup physically is the same. The only difference is the label. They have a printed thing on it that the can't, there's a little tiny sensor inside of the fucking brewer that looks for that label where it says designed for Keurig. All of the manufacturers of coffee that worked with Keurig had to go and actually change their labeling to be K-Cup compliant. Unless... And this is why, and this is why you should protest and go back to a simple drip coffee. No, 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 no. Because here's the benefit. The way around this, if you really needed to at the time, because nowadays everybody just uses the, the, the correct standard, but at the time, the way to get around this was you cut off the label from one of your cups and you pay, tape it up to it. 
That was all that was needed to fool the censor, and you could use whatever cups you wanted. But those older brewers didn't have this problem. As long as the cup fit, they didn't give a shit. No, no, they didn't. Because they didn't license it. Ah, With the new okay. cups came licensing. Now, so so yes, yeah, so one of the one one of the, the the things of of you know I suppose people would be surprised at is that I'm I'm goofy that I roast my own coffee. And, well, that's and, a good one. Um, and by the way, I am, I'm an old school coffee drinker. I'm a community coffee guy. That's what I grew up with. And I still drink that as much as I can to this day because, and you've had some of my coffee. You've, you've had some of the coffee. What do you mean community? Community coffee is a brand from Louisiana. Oh, okay. And it's, I'm thinking community, like an office. What are you crazy? Office coffee will rip your tongue off. Mm -hmm. No, (laughs) I, uh, I, 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 I bring my own. Um, anyway, moving on. Something that nobody would ever think of with me, and I mentioned it to my wife the other day, because well, not the other day. It's been it's been a while since she first learned of this. I am a huge fan of competitive figure skating on television. This is one I don't understand. <laughs> it started 28 years ago when I was watching the Olympics and had the biggest crush on Christy Yamaguchi. The uh, one of the first women's U.S. skaters to win gold. She won it in 1992 at the Winter Olympics, and I thought she was beautiful and adorable. And I started watching Olympic figure skating after that. And ever since then, I appreciate the majesty. I appreciate the artistry. I I see these people do this stuff. When Tanya Harding decided to whack Nancy Kerrigan on the knee. I thought that was completely stupid. I'm not going to lie to you folks. I'm not going to make anything bigger than that. It's somebody being petty and stupid and redneck trying to take out somebody who's a gazelle. Um, all of that. Unfortunately, that, that, that very same picture of her crying is such an ugly picture. Oh, she's uh, an ugly uh, crier. Oh, oh yeah. It looks like, oh my God, she's going to swallow her face. Yes. <laughs> um, um, but I will watch that every Olympics. If I she's, see it on... She's still a stunning-looking woman after this this many years. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's so, in fashion. Oh, okay. I got into watching that, and I just love the majesty of it, which is great because I can't skate for shit. <laughs> I have tried ice skating. <laughs> My wife has seen me try ice skating once once (laughs) i tried roller skating with my wife once and uh she oh my god she's only four foot she's barely five foot she's four foot eleven and a half yeah she's a tiny tiny woman most of these people are i had no idea she was that small um competitive figure skating on tv i also love gymnastics during the olympics that's the only time i ever watched gymnastics (laughs) But I'll watch the shit out of that too. <laughs> okay, okay. To to circle back around to Yamaguchi here, uh, she married Brett Michael Hedekan. It was shocking. What I find shocking about it here, she was, is you know this this amazing uh, ice skater, and he's a former professional hockey player, Stanley Cup champion, two-time Olympian. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I like, think Yamaguchi was the first one to do the triple axel if i remember right 
which was a really big deal and back then. Brett in the day. said that was hell. That was hell. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, moving on. Good job. Man, what, what else can I ruin? <laughs> well, I'm going to bring up one that surprised what? me when I first learned about it for What's you. That? What's that? Your love of camping. Well, really? Okay, let me explain. You are very much a computer geek. I have known you for 20 plus years. I feel comfortable saying without reservation, you are a geek. So am yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I, and I don't, don't find any I don't find any insult in that. I find that actually quite complimentary. Right. But one of the major differences between you and I, and there's a few, but one of the major ones is you adore going out and camping with your kids, with your family. You did it with the scouts for many years as your kids were coming up. That's that's your thing. You love doing that. And that <laughs> shocked the shit out of me when I first learned that. <laughs> Well, okay, camping is one aspect of it. I, I I do consider myself an outdoorsman. I am not a hunter, but everything else I, I enjoy. And and long 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 uh, casual walks on the no uh, no. How about go out casual for four work. days? Yes. How about go out for four days, not bathing, uh, uh, canoeing uh, with everything you have you carry if you didn't if you didn't have it you figure out what to do there's no walmart anywhere there's you you might have to dig a hole in order to take care of things uh, the personal things uh, you know bear poop in the woods things and 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 uh yes i've done that i've i've spent a week on a sailboat which everybody oh on a sailboat no 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 no. this is a working sailboat we were we were uh snorkeling we were sleeping on the deck because there was no other place to sleep um it wasn't romantic it wasn't uh enjoyable actually um <laughs> it was amazing to do but never i'll, I'll never again uh uh, I, I would, uh, in a heartbeat, um, uh, want to go uh, hiking for a, a week, uh, just with whatever's on my back in the hills. And you know, just find a place. Uh, I'm a proponent of hammocking. I've got six. Um, <laughs> I keep buying them for people, and they keep going. Well, what am I supposed to do with this? Here, take it back. No, I've got six. Um, I've made my own. I've, I've. You know, yeah, I, I, I enjoy outdoor. I enjoy camping. Um, I, I just recently reluctantly divested myself of a whole bunch of camping equipment because I'll never camp that style again. And that's uh, in reference to uh, Boy Scouting, um, uh, where it's a, it's a different style of, of camping in my, in my view. And yeah, uh, I, 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 once a year I try to do something different uh though this past summer was different in a in a much weird way um where we were camping but it was a two-week tour uh we didn't camp the whole time i would have liked to but i got some resistance on that one and to be honest i'm too freaking old to do a, a, a two weeks worth of camping uh uh but that's car camping that's a, that's a different style um yeah, I, I guess. See, I, the reason I didn't think it'd be, you know, something nobody would expect is because 
all the people I know who know me know I've been doing this for since I was 18. Sure. But people who don't know you who are just getting to meet you, as I was 23 years ago, really, you can't? Because, oh. well, <laughs> also consider how we met. We met through geek circumstances. And so you don't see a whole lot of geeks who love to spend their time in the great outdoors. That being said, I have learned about myself some surprising stuff in that regard. Um, my retirement goal at this point is a cabin in the mountains. And that to me would be perfect. Um, to the point where my wife and I have discussed it. We've discussed states that we could live in. You and I have talked about that as well. Yeah, where... we wouldn't be living together, trust me. No. <laughs> but not I'm, far I'm, away not if we buy the 90 live. acres we always talk with, about. According to my wife. But... Um, all right, I've got one more that I've, I've, I've got a few, but I'm going to speed. I, I through. also have one more, but you're, you're next on that. All right. I'll speed through the first one and I'll go to the last one. I love the great British baking show. That is, that is my Zen in terms of just finding peaceful, relaxing enjoyment. That's a quick one. Too many people yeah, love that show. Really? Yes. The closer to the, the baking mic. show. Yes. I and mean, I reason... can understand the cooking show for crying out loud, but the baking show? Yes. Competitive baking, seriously. It's not that. Let me rephrase. The thing that makes it better than any other show of that ilk is that it is not American competitive, where it's not an American reality show. It is a show that is designed to to be relaxing as you watch it. You're rooting for these Nobody people. loses at the end. It's like, okay, they made something oh, no, different. No, no, no. People lose every week. But it's not it's not it's not edited and it's not packaged in the same way that American reality shows are packaged. You know, it, you watch any baking or cooking show on the Food Network, they are all cookie cutter. You know, just insert what we're cooking here. It's the yeah. same okay. damn thing. You two have to argue. I don't care what it is, but you have to argue and you throw something. Exactly. Whereas this show issues all of that. Uh, who's gets the, Gordon, Gordon, you got to come in and scream at them, insult them, and then storm out. These people almost are rooting for each other. They all want to do well. They're not trying to be assholes about it. And I think it's because they don't compete for money. They compete for a prize, but the prize is the prestige of winning the show, and you get a trophy. But there's no money involved. So it's a matter of it's a pride thing and to doing it well, which I love that about this show. But that's 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 the short one. The one that I'm going to mention as my final one is I love stupid tourist trap places. Now... It comes from when I was a kid. Oh, I could see that. It comes from when I was a kid, and we went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, when I was in my youth, and then we did it again right when I was about to turn 13. And... Which in many states is still considered marrying age. Especially Tennessee. Um, <clears throat> I just said Alabama. The mountains didn't appeal to me then 
as much as it did us going to like the town nearby or the inner city of Gatlinburg and going to these little stores or attractions you know like whenever I go to the beach I, I try to at least once go to one of those stupid ass surf shops where there's 80 miles worth of beach towels that they're trying to sell or the little trinkets that you're going to put on your desk at the office because oh, God knows okay, no one minute. else has them anyway. Okay, I guess our definition of touristy places is, is, is needing refinement here. I mean specifically tourist traps that are just designed to take your money. Or like an, a wax museum. We went to the wax museum in Gatlinburg a year and a half ago when we went. And I was fascinated by it. I, I, I have like 300 yeah. pictures of the celebrities there. When I went to London, that's what the guy wanted to do was go to the wax museums. And I was like, uh, why would I want to go indoors? I'm in London. I want to see London shit, not yeah. not wax figures. Well, oh, then it's we London, went... he says. I'm like, no, it's not. Then we went to the, inter the, the car museum, which was all of these movie cars and TV show cars and stuff like that. And I thought that was fascinating. While at the same time, because now that's what I'm you do old, on a rainy day. Well, that's what we did on a rainy day. Okay, I Because much of the other time was spent driving through the mountains and getting... I have hundreds and hundreds of pictures of the mountains and the, and the valleys. And one to this day is the background on my work computer. You know, when we drove through the mountains to get to uh, Cherokee Nation territory in North Carolina, I've got bunches of stuff from that uh we when we went to the streams and do all that stuff as an adult i have come to appreciate those things a lot but that inner kid in me says oh look there's a place for mini golf you know and, and <laughs> by the way that's my dad too dad's a sucker for mini golf and all those other little places like that oh, now oh man um we're deluded child i know he's 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 getting on but talking about you not him oh no oh <laughs> he was like a kid in a candy shop because when we went to the gatlinburg trip there was a car show going on with thousands of classic cars and he's just walking around with this big shit-eating grin on his face just like i know one of okay. those I, I i i i can accept that one based on a balance of time mm -hmm. now if you're only there for two days it ain't a car show I'm going to. No. If you're there a week, yeah, that would be fine. That's what it was. We were there yeah. for a, over a week. I mean, I, I, I get the, the, the touristy trap. Uh, now, I wasn't thinking places you go that you can get shit that's made in China. No. And, and, you know, and I never buy any of this stuff. I want to make that clear. I go to look, and it's just like, oh, that's stupid. Honey, you got to come see this. Look how stupid this is. And I might get a T-shirt or something like that, but my main right, thing well, is just yeah, look how and, and something like that. It depends on how many of them I'm hitting a day. There is a balance factor there. If it's the third one, it's ten minutes. If it's the first one, it's thirty minutes. If it's the fifth one, I ain't getting out of the car. So, um, but I was thinking touristy places like uh, the world's biggest ball of yarn. The 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 I wanted to stop, but I I accepted that time was our our enemy on that one. I wanted to stop at the Spam Museum in Minnesota. Okay, <laughs> I will give you 
the greatest example of these things that people drive while drunk. for hundreds of miles and see the sign for Rock City. Oh, okay. If you've ever seen, if you've ever driven our fair Detroit, lands, right? especially Detroit. in the south, yes. no. Yes. See Rock City. I'll explain. Rock City is a place in Tennessee, and it's it's for decades now, going back to the 30s. You would see these signs on billboards. You would see signs. There are signs that are built into the side of hills and mountains. See Rock City. And so it was purely to draw people in. And it was that kind of thing, though, where it would be little stuff like that. Also, Ripley's Believe It or Not is a good example of this. Or Guinness. Well, okay, I've done the Ripley's Believe It or Not in in the Wisconsin Dells. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would look at something like that, and it doesn't matter where. You do it once, you don't need to do it again. I agree. <laughs> no, no. Let me make this clear. If I go and I see all this stuff, I'm good for me to see it for like a good 10 years, Ten. if not longer. Probably okay, yeah, okay. longer. Okay, good. That's better. Um, but like the aquarium. Ripley's has an aquarium in uh, Gatlinburg that is one of the largest and finest aquariums in the United States. That's different for me. But, okay, you're laughing, but you hate... Do you you know my view on aquariums? Yes, museums, zoos, and aquariums all suck. You've told me this. (laughs) Well, not not zoos. Zoos zoos are a little different, but but aquariums, because I'd swear... I could have swore that that fish, that, 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 that blue one here... Didn't we see that two tanks ago? I bet all these tanks are connected. It's just following us. I, I bet there aren't as many fish in here as you think. And Oops. I'm terrible. And then, then after the next hour, I'm like, uh, yeah. oh, hey, look, an open spot on that chair. You'll find me here. I'm the same way in a, in a, in a natural science museum. It's like, bored. This is why I didn't ask you to join us when we went to the science museum. No, uh, science and industry is different. Science and industry is much different than the than than the uh, natural science museum. I'd have gone to that. Fair enough. Next time we go up there, we'll ask. Oh, that's fine. Well, you guys went when um, I had to work, I think. Yeah, I, I think you I had did. something going on, and so there was no way I was going to go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a that's a thing that people would be surprised to learn about me. What's your last one? Well, I have this odd passion that started with. Um, knowing my grandfather um, and and recognizing all too late in his 92nd year that he barely could remember all of his relations and I started interviewing him and writing him down and while he was able to tell me uh, you know relations of his own brothers and whatnot he had a really difficult time talking about at age 92 you know uh uncles let's say and that started you know well okay what what it started with was a very simple observation that this man my grandfather on my dad's side had lived born 1901 prior to a car wow the age of steam uh, and electricity had 
uh, as his first job, delivered ice. Uh, delivered ice because refrigerators hadn't been really figured out how to commercially make them. Um, here is the man who is born at the advent of the modern industrial complex. Wow, what a story. And I didn't recognize that until he was in his 90s and barely could remember. That annoyed me. Um, and so I began searching out my genealogy, my okay. history, my history first by interviewing, um, which kind of endeared me to many uh, of my uh, elder generation more so than most of my cousins because most of them didn't give a hang right. uh, but because I was interested in information and listening to their stories and then asking who that was and maybe a little bit about them and getting a name I have collected well let's see I don't know how you measure this but I think my database is is it up to a thousand people no I gotta, I gotta double check that but um, where I have been keeping track of my family charts for, oh boy, um, since, hmm, I think the wife and I were only married a couple of years, but when I, when I started it, um, that uh, I'm now in possession of, sorry, over, over 725 names uh, and, and, uh, uh, and and tracking their relationships um and it's extended it's not just my family um because my wife is you know my wife turns out that one of uh, her her one of her grandmother's people had it in uh, in the mid 70s had committed a, a committed uh, contracted out for a um uh, a, a lineage study of her grandmother's maternal and paternal families and uh, sorry fraternal uh, families and I got the books and they're hell to read but um <laughs> <laughs> but I have been expanding that collection where I talked to one of my favorite aunts uh, uh, who, who married my uncle uh, my father's brother and I've started charting her family. She's not an actual blood relation, but she's a relation. So I've started charting her family. I did the same thing for uh, a cousin of mine, his family. Let me ask you this. When you're doing these, are you recording these or are you writing it down? Because I did something similar and it was not nearly this extensive. It was uh, interviewing my grandfather ah. uh, for a for a project and yeah. I recorded on audio tape and it was miniature audio tape, micro cassette. Yeah. Do you record these or is it no. just writing it down? No, that creeps out people. Um, I, I, okay. I, I thought about doing that and, um, I just take copious notes and I use a program that, uh, puts all this together. So I am in constant, you know, I'm always listening and picking up new information every time I meet one of one of my elder generation, you know, oh, I was the, the godfather of so and so, and I looked that up. Shit, I didn't have that. Um, or or um, uh, the mention of a of of uh, 
the fact that what was the, the the revealer that someone had been married prior and was not known and my mother hadn't ever said it because she said she she hadn't thought about it um but it wasn't a, a blood relation it was just a relation i was like yeah they were married before but that only lasted a year and a half and then that person was married 50 years to so-and-so so right. no one ever considered that um uh, or that a cousin of mine is actually a half cousin and it's always forgotten because much like that one of my uncles had been only married to her uh to that woman for two plus years and meanwhile had a son and a daughter and that son died only after six years uh due to uh, asthma a bad asthma attack mm-hmm. and everybody forgets about that and so that's in there um but all of these information is is you know i find it in different ways uh the, the united states census is all online so it's a, it's amazing to see signatures of people that's actually something i want I, I should have started collecting is signatures of people and include that with their information so i'm now going back through trying to find that and there's a treasure trove of information in this out there just among pictures and unfortunately like in the case of my cousin who who uh, uh, two years ago uh, died at, at age 55 of which I am now and and was in possession of his entire family because he was he and his brother were the sole survivors of his family line and and is in possession of a great many a huge uh, uh, old style uh, suitcases two of them of pictures pictures of the family pictures of family I don't know well also now gone is that memory so how are we going to find out who these people are we're never going to find out unless somebody wrote it on the back which not our generation not the generation before us but generation before that we're big about writing down a date who it was on it because of that well we'll never remember who the hell that was in 20 years because that was what you know people did at the advent of photography and this all yeah. started because of, of, of a guy born 1901, uh, died uh, 1997. No, sorry, 98. Uh, no, 97, sorry, 97. Um, and um, was, was, was uh, unfortunately, the last four years of his life, three years of his life, suffered from dementia, but it, pretty much everybody went, he made it to 92. One, two, whatever it was. Yeah, he kind of, he, he gets a pass on that one. But had been active all of his life. Uh, had been, well, okay, maybe when you when I think active, I think of something else. But had been contributing and, you know, had been a, a, someone who could be part of a conversation kind of thing. And it was 90s. Right. But that information is, is gone. So... Why is it that there is a break in our family line, particularly my family, my father's family, that we cannot go past a certain point because we've put stories together, parts of stories together and figured out that there was a family schism, there was a split, that an argument took place between two brothers or two sisters or whatever, and they never they they, they never went back to that family. And that's a difficult hurdle to jump. 
It is, and in fact, I'm very well versed in that. Um, I am fortunate in that a lot of my family genealogy is actually documented because we are Acadians. And there is a website that's actually dedicated to documenting the Acadian families. Um, so Not Canadian. I, Acadian. Not Acadian. Canadian. No. Although the Acadians came from Canada, oddly enough. Um, there's a lot of that, but I also have direct French background and ancestry. And I have records up to the descendant uh, or excuse me the ancestor about a hundred years before they came over on the boat from France um, we go back at least a hundred years past that but in my family there is such a schism as you're talking about and we don't know the cause it's been discussed for years it's been for years yeah, I'm isn't directly that annoying? isn't that annoying yeah well you know we don't know much about that family why we don't know why there, there, the, the prevailing theory for us is we lived along the Mississippi River and half the family went across the river. And for male purposes, our name was spelled one way and they changed the spelling of their name. And so um, I'll tell you about it off air. But that way, in those days, especially when it was not easy to figure out who was where, uh, this was an easy way to delineate which side of the family this was going to because otherwise you'd see people with same name. I mean, uh, it was not uncommon to have like a John or a Jean or, you know, something like that appear across the <laughs> Well, <laughs> you bring up a, a, a point. Uh, I don't know about your family, but my family had no creativity about names. <laughs> There's the same the six names. names for same six names for boys, same six names for girls that were just constantly recycled All over the and Irish over again. Catholic names. Yeah, Mary something or other, right? Patrick something Patrick. You know. Uh uh yes. Uh you know, that that, that kind of thing. Yes. Uh, no no creativity to which I constantly berate my family. Can you give me middle names, please? Well, we always called them John. Yeah. You want to know how many Johns are in our family? It's okay. This was after the 70s. He's John no. Fitzgerald now. No, 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 no. And, um, yeah, that, that sort of stuff. Dates, you know. They're like, you know, we was born in, you know, 1954. What month? It was spring. Oh, Lord. You know. Okay, so you had a great fall. Let's focus on what we're trying to do here. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on. Get with it. Come on. And uh, it's 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 amusing for me that I get cousins reaching out to me. Uh, Walker, yeah. Um, listen, you you still keep up on the family tree thing? Mm -hmm. uh, as a matter of fact, I do. Do you have a new addition you want to tell me about? No, 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 no. Then your kid needs a family tree because they're in their third grade. How'd you know? You're not the first. Well, how much can you give me? How far you want to go back? <laughs> well, they only said they need three generations. I'll give you four. <laughs> Get you extra credit. Do you want Do you want it from your your daughter's point of view or from your point of view? You've got that. Uh huh? Why don't we do it from your daughter's point of view? That way you 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 can get your your wife in now. But you're gonna have to give me some more information on your wife. Oh, okay. 
What was her father's name? Phil. You got something more than that? McCracken. <laughs> yeah, McCracken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so his brother was Jack Mahogoff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Here we go. And and so uh, it, it's always been kind of a, a giggle because now I'm getting contacted by cousins of cousins. You know, we had a cousin. My father had a cousin who kept track of this. Let me ask my father and see if 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 he's still doing that. And that's when you get the call. And I get the call from the father. It's like, didn't you already ask me for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my grand. It's my kid. My grandkid now. All right. And you know, the database has grown, dude. Uh, you get you you got some paper. You're gonna have to print this out. <laughs> and it's that sort of cost that we try to avoid here by not making you print out anything. We just want you to listen to us as yeah. we talk here on the Unlabeled Box. Oh, that was a weak segue, but okay. I didn't say it was good. I'm just going with it anyway because we're an hour and 23. And yeah. on that note, folks... Not uh, our longest show. Not our longest. No, we, we've gone longer. Um, but we don't want you to go any longer without having to hear what oh, we have oh, to listeners, say. Listeners, start writing your family down. You're going to ask one day where you came from. One day I would like a closing promo where I actually get to finish it. It's tradition. It's really not. You know, I need to count up how many shows I've done with you because I mean, not what I'm not at 50 shows yet, but I really haven't let you get away with that in 30 shows. How's that? Yeah, yeah, we're stopping that streak. If you'd like to reach out to us, folks, as always, you can do so at Unlabeled Box on Twitter. You can also email us at finleysthoughts at gmail.com. One day that'll and, change. Yeah, so eventually that will change as well. Um, we will be back next week. There will be a little bit of an odd thing because we may have uh, an actual roving report coming for us next week. <laughs> uh, we were doing a little tech testing before the show started tonight, and it looks like we should be good to go on that. If not, you'll get a, a mini-sode from me with uh, what's going on, but if we have our full cast... Did monologue, then? No, I've always just gone with mini-sode, because that's what I've always heard for these sorts of things. Mini-log doesn't sound good and kind of sounds a little... Um, Mini-mini-log? No, know. that's me. I'm Irish. And on that uh, note, <laughs> Walker, it's been fun as always. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, it has. Folks, we will be back next week in one way or another. Until then, have a good night, everybody. <laughs>